0: So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Hey veterans, Brian Reese here, the VA Claims Insider, coming at you from Austin, Texas. Uh, And in this video, I want to talk about how you file a VA disability claim for migraine headaches. Okay, this is a very common disability among veterans. Uh, In fact, it was the 10th. Uh, most commonly approved VA disability, according to uh, the FY17 report uh, by the VA, uh, by the Department of Veterans Affairs, okay? So, again, in this video, I'm going to be talking about uh, diagnosis of migraines, what it is, what some of the symptoms are. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about service connection, uh, evidence requirements, uh, ratings, of course, and then uh, how you go about making sure that this gets done the right way and that you get the rating compensation you deserve, okay? Uh, Brian Reese, Air Force Service Disabled Veteran, founder uh, and CEO of VA Claims Insider. Feel free to check out our website uh, at vaclaimsinsider.com. We've got a ton of free resources for you guys. Uh, Feel free to shoot me a note as well, and I'll do my best to get back to you, okay? So let's step through this thing. So first of all, are you even eligible under the law So in general, for any disability, uh, but in this video, this is specific to migraine headaches, there's three criteria that you must meet. Okay, so the very first one is a medical diagnosis of migraine headaches. What this means is that on some type of a medical record, whether it be your service treatment records from active duty, um, any VA treatment records if you're currently in care through the Department of Veterans Affairs, or any private medical records okay there needs to be number one a diagnosis that yes you have migraines Um, and then number two there needs to be some medical evidence supporting your migraine headaches okay so that's the first part if you don't have a diagnosis already go to the doctor go see your primary care physician and tell him or her everything going on with you as well as the severity of your migraines okay because without a diagnosis you're, you're dead in the water here okay So that's the first part. The second part is your migraine headaches must have been caused or made worse by your active duty military service. Now that's what's referred to as the nexus. Okay, now there's a couple nuances here if we talk about secondary disability claims, which I'll get into here in a little bit. But in general, if you're filing a claim for migraine headaches that must have been caused or made worse, by your active duty military service, that's what's referred to legally as the nexus, okay, and there must be a very clear link then back to the specific incident or series of incidents that caused or brought about your migraines, okay, so that's the second part, and then the third part is you must have persistent and reoccurring symptoms of the migraines into the present day, Now, I put a little note there is do you have evidence? And we'll talk about how you might uh, go about getting some more evidence easily uh, by yourself, okay? So what the heck is a migraine headache? Let's get back to the basics because when a lot of veterans come to us, they're very confused about the difference between a headache and a migraine. All right, I'm going to say that again. There's a big, huge difference between a headache and a migraine. So let's talk about that real quick. So in general, a migraine differs from a normal headache in that migraines are very intense and severe, okay? And there's usually something more to it than just head pain, okay? So here's some symptoms that are, are very common. So if you're sitting there, you're hearing my voice, you're like, Brian, I, yeah, I have headaches. I don't know if they rise to the level of a migraine. Here's some things that I think can help you understand if you have migraines or are having migraines now. There's typically something like nausea. You might have pain associated in, in your eyes or your ears. Uh, there may be pain in the sides of your head, and the temples. Um, you might see things, bright spots, flashes, spots, uh, hypersensitivity, that's very common. Loud noises, sound, potential vision changes, blurriness, things like that, uh, and maybe even vomiting if it's that severe, okay? so. In general, uh, when compared to some other type of tension headache or just a normal headache, uh, migraines are typically moderate and severe, moderate to severe, um, and migraines will affect either one side of the head or both sides of the head. Okay, But the main difference, I think, is the intense pain, the throbbing, and then how your migraine headaches affect your life. Now for VA disability compensation, this is very, very important because there's a term used called prostrating, which I'll explain, and you'll see that right in the rating criteria. Again, it's absolutely crucial to your VA disability claim for migraine headaches is the term prostrating, which I'll explain here in a minute. So, quick little infographic here. Uh, Thanks to my friends there at Axon Optics. This is, uh, I think, a, a very good chart here. What is the difference between a headache And a migraine. So just look at this real quick. I think it explains the differences, right? You've got the headache on the left, which is a lot less severe, okay? Mild to dull pressure, a little bit of pain, incidental but non-recurring. It's a short-lived. Perhaps it's something that was caused by stress or you're sick or a reaction to food or medication. Um, something like that. It's very treatable with like medicine, rest and water. So again, that's a headache on the left, very, very uh, less severe, and headaches are very, very common. Versus a migraine on the right hand side. Pain in both sides of the head could be one or both. Intense pulsing or throbbing can last for a period of days, sometimes one to three to four to five days, uh, brought about uh, in the onset of nausea and dizziness. Uh, potentially you've got vision issues, flashing lights and blind spots, uh, and these are commonly reoccurring. So again, look on the left-hand side versus the right-hand side. Migraines are much more severe than just a normal headache, okay? So here's the migraines rating criteria. Now, gang, this is right out of the law, all right? You can Google right now, ECFR Title 38 Part 4 the schedule for rating disabilities this is the criteria right out of the law code 8100 migraine and I want you to pay very very close attention to the actual ratings there on the right hand side of 50% 30% 10% and 0% alright it's very common for us to see migraines that are service-connected at 0% or 10% and in that case Now, you may or may not have the appropriate rating, but what I want you to pay very close attention to is the difference between the 30% rating criteria and the 50% rating criteria. In 30%, you see it's migraine with characteristics of prostrating attacks occurring on average once a month over the last several months okay that's the 30 percent they might be sitting there going what the heck is prostrating i'm going to get into that next but take a look at the jump from 30 to 50 percent. at 50 percent, it says migraines with very frequent completely prostrating and prolonged attacks productive of severe economic inadaptability blah, 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 right i know that's a bit wordy what this means is are your migraines so severe that it causes you to have to lay down? That's what prostrating means. And it causes some type of economic hardship or inadaptability. So things like you can't go to work. Your migraines are so bad you've had to lay down in a dark room and you had to take two, three, four days of work. Perhaps you're out of sick leave at work. Maybe you've lost a job because of this, because you couldn't report. Okay, so that's what severe economic inadaptability means, is that it's affecting your your livelihood in some way, okay? What the heck is prostrating? I talked about this a little bit in the previous slide. This is a critical term for veterans to know. Prostrating is a very simple term. All it means, uh, you can Google it, what the heck does prostrating mean? It means to lay down. That's what to prostrate means. It's to lay down or to reduce a person, a veteran, to extreme physical weakness. So I want you to be thinking about this is are your migraines severe enough that when you get them, you have to lay down? Okay, because if not, it might just be headaches, which doesn't rise to the level of migraines. Headaches are not rated under the law, whereas migraines are. Okay, so if this is the case, though, and you do have to lay down, you need to make sure that you let doctors know, whether you go to the VA or you go to a private doctor, and not only are you having the frequency of your migraines, but also how the migraines are prostrating, meaning you have to tell them, hey, when I get these migraine headaches, there's pulsations on both sides of the head, it's so severe that I often have to go lay down in a room by myself. Okay. Make sure that you're telling the doctor what's happening to you when you have a migraine. Okay. And so typically what's common is you, you'll see inside of your record, it might say something like, yeah, I've got migraines. Okay. So you prove that first part that you've got a medical diagnosis. But then there's maybe some sparse or scant notes of something like, yeah, I get a few migraines a month. Okay. That's not good enough. So when you're writing your personal statement or when you're going to see the doctor, make sure that you're telling them what's really happening because what really might be happening is that last bullet where you, hey, yeah, I have migraines a few times a month, but they're so severe that I have to lay down in a dark room by myself and make sure it's quiet and I'm sometimes there for a period of one, two, three days, okay, and I've had to take sick leave from work. Or it's affected my job or my life or my social functioning, my relationships. So, when you have something like this, this proves that not only is it prostrating, meaning you've had to lay down, but it's also causing some type of economic inadaptability in your life. Okay, now whether it rises to the level of severe, uh, that's for the VA ragers to figure out. Okay. So evidence requirements, you hear my voice and you're like, yep, I've got migraines, Brian, or I'm thinking about filing for an increase. Uh, Remember, number one, you must have a diagnosis of migraines. Okay, and that's gotta be on a medical record by a medical doctor. Okay, and now we start starting to think about what are the in-service stressors for service connection? That's that nexus piece. How were your current migraines headaches caused or made worse? by your active duty military service, okay? And then again, start thinking about some of the evidence requirements. So medical evidence is absolutely crucial. You've heard me say this before, I'll say it again. Number one reason why VA disability claims get denied, period, end of story, due to a lack of medical evidence. So if you haven't been to the doctor, get your butt to the doctor, okay? You might wanna get a DBQ, all right? That's a disability benefit questionnaire for migraine headaches. Okay, have your doctor complete that uh, if he or she will do it. that will take you through the diagnosis. It'll talk about uh, some of those things in the criteria, and then a doctor can uh, help document your symptoms. If you've been out of the service for more than a year and you aren't already service-connected for migraines, I think you need to be very concerned about the nexus. So think about getting a medical nexus letter from a doctor if you need one, which might say something like, more likely than not that the veterans migraine headaches were due to their military service okay and then you also need to write what's called a statement in support of a claim for migraines that's done on the VA form 41-20 uh, excuse me VA form 21-4138 the statement in support of a claim okay and just document the condition how severe it is and then how your migraine headaches are affecting or limiting your life Okay. Uh, Buddy letters are very helpful too, gang. So a spouse or somebody you served with, if they can shed some light on your migraines, I highly recommend you also obtain a buddy letter, which is nothing more than a firsthand witness testimony from somebody who knows you best or served with you. All right. So here's a little hack, migraine hack. So a member of our team uh, uh, led me to this. There's an app on the app store for iPhone or for any Android device called Migraine Buddy. I recommend this because as a veteran, it can help document how many migraines you're having over a period of months. Okay. Which is again, important to meet the rating criteria under the law. Uh, this is not an affiliate link or anything like that. This is simply an app that I use for my migraines. Uh, and a lot of members of my team and veterans in our community, at VA Claims Insider. Or use this as well to document your migraines. Okay, it'll help you. You can uh, date and timestamp it. You can document your symptoms. You can talk about what's going on on different sides of your head, uh, and it keeps a nice running log. This is very useful because if you go to file your VA disability claim for migraines or you're filing for an increase, the data the output, the record that comes from Migraine Buddy, the app on your mobile device, is medical evidence. Okay, and it can help support uh, the service connection as well as the severity of your migraine headaches. Okay, now uh, so far I've really only talked about migraines as a primary condition. Okay, migraines are also uh, commonly a secondary disability. Now, what that means is migraine headaches can also be caused or made worse by a veteran's current service-connected disability. So for example, medically, migraine headaches have been linked to post-traumatic stress disorder, depression and anxiety, traumatic brain injury, TBI, fibromyalgia, okay, which is a form of chronic pain tinnitus the ringing in your ear which a lot of veterans already have and are service connected for at 10 percent hearing loss heart disease high blood pressure okay so if you have any of these conditions already so let's say you're service connected for ptsd at 30 percent and you don't have a service connected disability yet for migraine headaches it's possible you can file a secondary claim for migraines to your post-traumatic stress disorder, okay? Now, for example, PTSD, there's lots of symptoms associated with PTSD, depression, anxiety, and mental health claims that cause or make migraines worse. One of the common ones are the medications you may be taking related to your mental health condition. So anything that's an SSRI, there's a whole bunch of of pills out there that uh, veterans take and psychiatrists prescribe for the treatment of PTSD, depression, and anxiety-like symptoms. Unfortunately, there's pretty severe side effects with those medications. One of them can be migraines. Okay, so that's, again, the very common linkage there. Migraines can also be secondary, uh, so don't forget about that when going to file your VA disability claim. What should you be doing right now? Get your butt to the doctor if you don't already have a diagnosis for migraines. Now, again, I'm assuming that you have migraine headaches, and they're severe, and it's affecting your life, okay? If that's the case, and you're hearing my voice, call the VA, go see your primary care doctor, and tell your doctor about your migraines and how badly they're affecting or limiting your life, okay? I also think you should obtain a DBQ and an excess letter for migraines. DBQ is, uh, stands for Disability Benefit Questionnaire very important it's a standardized form that can be completed by a medical professional and uploaded as a crucial piece of medical evidence in support of your claim okay so i think you should get a dbq and a nexus letter if you're concerned at all about the service connection piece and then be thinking about what is your nexus for migraines is it a primary disability was it caused or made worse directly by your service things like stress on the job, deployment, uh, Gulf War syndrome, I got hit in the head, I was in a car accident, okay, things like that. Or is it a secondary disability, meaning, are your migraines caused or made worse by a current service-connected disability that you suffer from, okay? Uh, And a little bit about, so once you go about filing this claim, eventually, you're gonna get what's called a compensation and pension exam, For migraine headaches. So, here's just a few tips uh, as you prepare for that. So, bottom line is there's no substitute for knowing what's in your medical record. You need to know what it says. You need to know if you have a diagnosis and you need to know what the notes say. Uh, Remember that term prostrating. How many times do you have to lay down because of your episodes of migraines? Okay, I also think you need to review your DBQ if you got one of those, which I highly recommend. Know what the medical doctor put and how they checked and characterized your symptoms. I also think you should review the electronic code of federal regulations the ecfr title 38 part 4 the schedule for rating disabilities for migraines. You already saw me take you through it. It can be rated 0, 10, 30 or 50. Okay, the maximum disability rating for migraines under the law is 50%. My fourth tip here for your ctp exam, do not have your best day. Okay, of course, if you have migraine headaches, you're unlikely to have a migraine every single day. And when you go to your CNP exam, that might be a day when you're not having one. But that doesn't change the fact, gang, that when you have a migraine, it's so severe that you have to lay down for a period of one to three days. Make sure you tell the CNP examiner what things are like on your very worst days. Okay, and then be uncomfortably vulnerable. If it's uncomfortable to talk about it, you're on the right track. Tell the examiner specifically in detail your current symptoms and how your migraines are affecting or limiting your life, all right? And you gotta know your true story cold, be thinking again about those stressors, um, or if you're filed it as a secondary disability, how your migraines were caused or made worse by another service-connected disability, okay? As always, gang, again, Brian Reese if you need help, we've got a full medical staff, okay? That's what we do at VA Claims Insider. We provide expert medical consulting through our network of doctors to help veterans get the VA disability rating and compensation you deserve. Okay, so if you're concerned at all about your migraine headaches claim, you're unsure if it's primary, secondary, you're concerned about your nexus, okay, which is the service connection piece, um, or if you want to make sure that you get a DBQ, a disability benefit questionnaire for migraines, we can help you guys. Okay, there's a free three-step intake there. Simply go to vaclaimsinsiderelite.com. It's free to get started. Again, it's uh, three very, very simple steps. And, uh, we're happy to help you. Okay. If you want to use your own doctors, uh, that's fine. Absolutely. Go ahead and do that. But if you need some help, we're here for you as fellow vets, taking care of fellow vets. Okay, gang. All right. and As always, Ryan Reese here out from Austin, Texas. Thank you guys for your service and your sacrifice. Uh, and God bless you and your family. And we'll talk again very, very soon. Okay. Bye.